This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot 'cause I'm fly. You ain't 'cause you not. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot 'cause I'm fly. You ain't 'cause you not. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. It's because I've won twenty million dollars of lotto. That. That, ladies and gentlemen, is why I'm hot. <laughs> Mikey, good to see you as always, mate. I'm pretty stoked to tell you that I've won $20 million in lotto, mm-hmm. and I think you've done the well same. Done, mate. Okay, well, well done, You wouldn't mate. believe it. I won the week before you, so. You motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You made me wait an extra week. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We've been asked by the people, the people of the pod, what would you do if you won lotto? And I think this was because the jackpot was really high or Powerball or whatever it's called. A disclaimer, I can't remember the last time I brought a lot of ticket. For somehow, I like I don't follow news or anything. <clears throat> when it gets really big, like 30 yeah. plus million, I find out about it somehow and that's probably the time I buy one. Oh, do you? Yeah. yeah I, nice. The last time I bought one was probably three or four years ago. Yeah, before mm. COVID. Okay. It was like a $40 million one or something I bought a ticket for, yep. Well, you probably don't realise, but they're going to do a lotto-type fundraiser for uh, the floods as well in the Hawke's Bay. So I'll probably buy a ticket for that purely because it's a fundraiser. People have their own opinions as to whether that's morally a good way to do a fundraiser, mm-hmm. which is quite funny, right? Like, we're anti-gambling as a country, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then we're using... But gambling is just a redistribution of people's money. On that side note too, 2022, a billion dollars in profit through the pokies, one of the biggest years in history. Wow. Which is quite scary, isn't recession it? Recession sign. Yeah. Nothing like a gambling spike to let us know we're going into a recession. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people who don't have much are hoping that they can get some form of win. Mm. And yeah, that a billion dollars. So that money gets redistributed. So does Lotto. Not all of it. Some gets held back mm. to help run the machines and increase the technology, all that stuff. But anyway, that's all we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about what we would do if we were to win $20 million in Well, Lotto. mate, I'll tell you what. You're just going by $20 million worth of rentals in New Zealand, don't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many will that get me? It'll get me uh, 40. <laughs> will it? Well, in Auckland, 20. Yeah, I might get yeah. them in Harbour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe one commercial building. I might buy a commercial building. Yeah. Yeah, there's all sorts of things, eh? Um, <clears throat> but when I won my $20 million, I took a breather. Oh, yeah, nice. Sat That's very back. mature of you. I sat back and I was like, right, let's write down all the ways that you can think of or you've heard of other people fucking this up and make sure we start with not doing them. That's number one. See, I reckon that's full of shit. I reckon <laughs> you won 20 milli, you jumped on Google and you were like Lamborghini Auckland <laughs> and you <laughs> so, sorry. spit out your coffee, <laughs> coffee out the and nose. you got straight in. Your <laughs> Lamborghini Aventador. Yeah, you got straight in. And then your Rockies on Great South Road. <laughs> well, you first you got in your Honda and you yeah. blitzed to the dealership at 200Ks an hour. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, fuck, I don't even care if I get spending tickets anymore. <laughs> yeah, I can afford them. Because you thought you I'll could buy pay the for cops. Them. And you even got what did you get? A Lamborghini Aventador. Mm. Sorry. Okay, so you took a breather and you were like, look, I just, what did everyone else do to fuck this up? I don't want to do that. That's smart. Learning mm. from other people's mistakes. You have to, man, because. There have been way too many stories of people that amass wealth quickly, whether it's lotto, whether it's sports people that sign big contracts, sports talent, um, and you see them end up collapsing. The amount of times I've 
one of the news things that I can remember almost repetitively is like the the guy who works at a supermarket wins lotto and he said he'll come in on Monday and he never showed up, mm. you know? And then five years later, $26 million drained, gone. Yeah. So <clears throat> I would just be, me personally, my goal, if it was anything around that 20 or $30 million mark, this case I won 20, my goal would be how can I make it into $100 million? But first, I would write down and and ground myself with, let's make sure we don't fuck this up first. Gotcha. By not doing that. And we'll do a second podcast on this after we do our podcast on this about what you would do out there if mm. you won $20 million because I asked the people of Keep the Change. And I'll tell you what, there's three times I've had a lot of engagement in my <laughs> Keep the Change uh following and one of them was you telling me all about your weddings people and then you telling me about what you got paid in your first job and the third is what you do if you were to win lotto so we'll do that but okay so you were taking a deep breather because we know and I guess the principle here is that if you get something and you don't work for it and don't earn it you haven't had to become a person to be able to get that right so you don't know the value of it so you don't know the cost of it yeah, so and it's very easy to spend and lose it. You can have lifestyle creep that goes zero to a hundred real quick. Because mm. you, to say you for your whole life, the most you've ever been able to save is twenty thousand mm. dollars. You know everything you have to do to sit around that twenty thousand dollar limit. You, you, you're thinking, why can't I get to forty? Weird that I'm always sit around here, but you know I kind of feel good around here, and that's sort of your thermostat. All of a sudden, someone drops twenty mil into your account. You've got you've you've learnt no skills how to be that twenty million dollar person what to do with it, how that works. So really, you're basically back to school. Yeah. You think you've clocked life. You think you're, I've made it, I've clocked it. But really, it's like, hey, now you've got to come play with the big boys. There's a different university. You're on day one, baby. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. You're actually starting from the start, not the end. And you get all excited about it, but really, you're like, fuck. Mm. Now I'm actually in the position where I have to go back to uni and figure out. And it's a university of 20 plus, in terms of a million dollars in cash, there ain't many lecturers or teachers nah. either nah. but there's a, a whole shit ton of people that will want to tell you that they're a teacher yep or they're going to want something from you as well yeah, yeah i reckon i could spend 20 million in a year i'd say most good well there's takapuna we'll go get that 10 million dollar house we've halved it straight away <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah and the then house I'll probably i've got mine's about eight about eight you need a cleaner for it and all sorts of shit yeah, I'd, I'd, maybe less, maybe six months I could spend 20 mil. This place wasn't even fully furnished, so by the time I get the furniture, yep, and by the time I figure out how to clean that pool, yep. Uh, also, the, the the roof will probably break in year one, and I've got to pay for that. One of, the, one of the, before I won 20 million, and I sat down working out what I wanted my life to look like at a certain age, one of the things I realised was the ongoing requirement of cash flow. Very, very smart. Yeah, because you can get all these things and, you know, you can you can have a million-dollar launch, but when you buy that million-dollar launch and you go from 20 million to 19 million, they don't give you the list and it says, oh, you also need $150,000 a year to run and maintain it. Yeah. And then Someone same with the Lamborghini it. because it's not a $300 service like my Corolla. It's a six thousand dollars service. Oh, what? And what it uses t- five times as much fuel as the Corolla. Oh, that's disgusting. I hope you're offsetting your emissions in that you piece of shit. What are the tires <laughs> worth, by the way? What are the tires worth on, on the Lambo? back of a Lamborghini? Uh, like a three three five section tire, probably about three thousand per tire. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I need to win forty million. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like 
these are these things you come up against, and it's all very nice having a giant lump sum of money, but if you can't build it into something that continues to pay your cash flow, it can be used up very quickly. Well, the first thing that I wrote down, mate, I'm such a geek. I'm such an accountant. I feel kind of sick. Mm. Invest it and get a return? That was the first thing I wrote down. Maybe into a pie fund to decrease my tax. <laughs> You're on the pie fund buzz at the moment, <laughs> eh? Yeah, well, because instantly you're going to go from the income that you make from this fund, if you get mm. interest, say, from a return deposit, you're straight into the top tax bracket of New Zealand because your income's going to be higher than 180k. So then you're going to have to start learning a game of, okay, how do I minimise my tax to ensure that I can set this up properly? And a pie fund capped out at 28%, for instance. And you know that was just one of the, the ideas that my head gave me. Now, I wrote down as well, help family. Now, this is something interesting, and this is something that I've learned through Keep the Change and through studying money. I always sort of thought back in the day, okay, if I won 20 mil, yeah, the first thing I would do is like buy everything my family wants, clear all their debt, all of that sort of stuff. And one thing that I read that really changed the way I look at this was the letter that LeBron James wrote to himself because he knew that he was going to have a shit ton of money. And in there, he basically, he's, he's telling, he's writing back to his younger self, kind of like if I were to do it again. So I would Google this, LeBron James's letter to himself and you'll find it but in there he's like don't pay for everything for them you're not helping them you're actually making their life harder all of this stuff and it's a beautiful piece of literature mm. and wise man eh Before yeah his yeah and unfortunately we <clears throat> we lost him right um but that's Kobe sorry Kobe and no I think oh no sorry it is Kobe it is Kobe's letter sorry right, not letter. LeBron's yeah yeah Kobe's um because I think what happens is that you then create an expectation, right? Mm. Well, Luke's got 20 milli. Mikey's got 20 milli. Mm. You know, even if you won 20 milli, there's a high chance I'd probably be like, well, bro, do you want to tip 500 Gs into blowing up, keep the change with me, man? Like, what yeah. do you reckon? Well, I probably would do that. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. the thing. <laughs> oh, I've got that later on yeah, down yeah. the list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. You, you, you run yeah, the risk, Yeah, I know what eh? you mean because... Where does it stop? Like, it's very obvious that spoiling people normally is worse for them rather than good for them. Mm. Like, tough love seems to work better than than spoiled, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's just a basically a version of that. And it can, you can do it to anyone at any age. <laughs> if you start get, rinsing them coin, it's not really helping them. And people will start to judge you too because you <coughs> might you might buy your sister or your brother out of 100K worth of debt. And people will go, well, what, what are you doing for the people that owe Ministry of Social Development money? Mm. And you go, oh, yeah, sure, I better help a couple of them as well. And then you realise, oh, they're $2 billion in debt. I've only got 20 mil. Mm. Oh, fuck, there's levels to this stuff. Mm. I probably can't solve that problem over there. So you're going to have to be very careful on the problems that you try and solve. Yeah. Would be my uh, thinking. Yeah, yeah. The most honourable thing you could do would be to just like put it into the business that you're in and just try and grow faster. Just accelerate it by 10 years. <laughs> you love business, <laughs> eh? <laughs> 100x your life, everybody. <laughs> Come on. Get to fucking 500 grand and then come here, you pussies. What are you doing? <laughs> spend, spend more on marketing. I was at dinner last night and one of my mates who we're having dinner with, he's a good bugger, and we were talking about tax and stuff. I was like, if you're thinking about it, you're not earning enough. And he goes, fuck's sake, Smithy. You, you leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> nice. It's usually a so, good point, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah, but... That your life is about to get very, very complicated, right? And I think as much as it's it's really exciting to kind of think, okay, what would I do? But I think there's a high chance it would actually be, you know, very, very challenging. I, I wrote down to build a fund for others to draw down on. So what I mean by this is I would have, years ago, I would have said, 
just buy shit for my family. Mm. Now I'm sort of like, oh, maybe I'd set up a portion of my 20 mil. I would set up as an allocation to my family <coughs> and say each year there's going to be X amount of interest paid on this minus the tax or whatever. You can withdraw the return, but not the original it's capital. It's kind of like a trust fund, basically, where yeah. it spits out a certain amount of income to the beneficiary, but you can't touch the bulk of the asset that's producing it. Because you have to think as well, like say, okay, say your family, uh, your, your brother or your sister, they've got a million dollar property and they've got 800 grand of debt and basically you can change their life like there and then. Remember that they haven't learned how to be mortgage free yet either. Mm. So you go and do that. You've just created the same problem that you've now got for yourself as well and that, fuck, I don't know how to be this $20 million person. Mm. And what often happens with money that we don't work hard to get, it leaves us, if it comes fast, it usually goes fast as well. So then your sister or your brother are going to love you and be like, oh my God, you've changed my life, all this stuff. But there's a high chance for them too that their entire life and financial trajectory is completely different. doesn't just mean that all of a sudden they're like, wow, I've got all these new financial habits mm. because they haven't learnt any new habits. Mm. They've basically just learnt, fuck, we got lucky here and now maybe we could go borrow against mm-hmm. our house and we can go get that fancy car as well and they mm. want to start levelling their life up to be like yours, <laughs> you know? So you have to be pretty careful of this shit, I think. I agree. I think, uh, yeah, giving away stuff like that is often not the answer. Mm. Um, but yeah I think teaching people the lessons that you learn along the way is the best way to handle it I've said here as well <coughs> geeky accountant there's no tax on prizes in New Zealand at this stage so just keep yeah, that baby. in mind too you're not going to be 20 mil eh yeah but yeah, as soon as you earn interest on that so say you make 5% interest yep you're making a million dollars a year it's quite lofty you're in like the 0.01% of earners in New Zealand after yeah, our current tax rates, you're getting like 600 net. Yeah. 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 You So you are, you know, you're paying tax on the income that you're generating from it, but mm. you're not paying tax on the price. Now, remember too, if you just put that 20 mil into a bank account and it was net zero interest bearing, and so you basically just left it there, you pulled it out in 10 years' time, mm. it's not going to be worth what it was because inflation's going to have eroded that over sure. time, remember? Um, but yeah, I said like you really take some time to think about this probably the right answer is something really boring. Like that is probably the thing that you really want to be doing is something really boring with this cash. Now I've said your paradigm has changed really quickly. So all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I'm a millionaire. I'm, I'm, I've got 20 milli. Mm. You know, the world's your oyster. Every car yard you're wandering, you're like, yo, I am a fucking customer yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, <laughs> and I'm paying cash. Every house you look at, like yeah. it's different now. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably sure. the most liquid person on this <laughs> car lot. You know, you're looking at me being like, Mm, are they going to be able to get finance? Mikey, you're homeless prick. <laughs> yeah, you know? So everything's changed quickly, but you haven't learnt or built this new paradigm of yourself, so you've got to be careful. So I would I would go and start studying people with $20 million straight away. I'd be mm. reaching out to them, um, and I'd be trying to get it around them. People on the rich list, for instance, just trying to figure out what can I learn from these people. Remember, too, that Lotto will actually give you advice. So Lotto, I'm pretty sure they are like bound to give you financial advice. Mm-hmm. You might want to be careful who you tell, because, you know, I'd, I'd do something dumb, like I'd do a live, you know, from Lotto being like, fuck you, yeah, 120 milli, <laughs> and oh, then shit. forget that, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, no, you don't tell anyone. It's pretty stupid. You keep it to yourself. Yeah, it's like being at the beach when you've got uh, a piece of your sandwich left over and you just throw it and then voomfa, the all seagulls. of the seagulls, and you think, why did I do that? I think you can, I believe you can decline the financial advice that Lotto <laughs> 
advise you to take. Yeah. But I would highly recommend taking it. Yeah. Just to go through the experience to open your eyes to how different the world of having this kind of money is. Mm. They'll start talking to you about like hedging with a 60, 40 stock bond portfolio and all this shit that you've never heard of before. And it'll be like, oh shit, it probably will will just make, at least flip a switch being like, oh, this is serious. Yeah, you'll probably, you know, say how many (coughs) bank accounts do you have? You say I got one with Westpac, they'll be like, oh, that's cute. We're about to open (laughs) up. a cue card. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 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 Have you paid off that lazy boy yet, mate? (laughs) You're about to have... Diversification across yeah. different banks, craze and all sorts. Private of bankers are going to be reaching out to you. Oh, Here's yeah. how to treat that. Yeah, you yep. you're going to be copping it. Uh, I'll say, don't get kidnapped, get a drug problem, or blow it all. That's really good advice, isn't it? Because <laughs> yeah. that's probably why you don't want to go live on your Instagram from Lotto saying you've won twenty mil like I yeah. would. What an idiot! Um, yeah, yeah. I think you would probably, as soon as you knew, I would be very careful about who I told, mm. even immediate family. Yeah. You'd have to really think about it and then you'd have to trust that they won't say anything if you tell them not to. Yeah. Um, keep it really quiet. Keep it to yourself. Write down what can possibly go wrong and then just take it slow. Yeah. I think that um, if this is probably weird for some people to understand, but this <laughs> is what's helped me during my business growth is I start telling myself I'm the person before I come that person. Mm. So I would be telling myself from every morning waking up, when like I have over twenty million dollars of assets, I will never lose these. I'm confident to handle them, and basically like build into your brain mm. that you are that person and you know how to deal with it, because otherwise you run the risk. Uh, I'd probably sell my, uh, get rid of my life insurance, mate. I probably don't need my life insurance yeah, anymore. Yeah, you can probably self-insure now. Mm. Yeah, I did um, see that. Sometimes even really minted people will have life insurance anyway just because they know that should say they get terminal cancer mm. or something they can get access to that really quickly and it could be faster than liquidating some of their assets yeah but I sort of thought well if you were, had that much cash wouldn't you have some liquid anyway but anyway that's yeah. just something I come across one day um, yeah I've seen success in this country with uh, commercial buildings where instead of buying residential property you buy a commercial building maybe less tenants but you, you're basically renting that out to, to business owners it's the depreciation can be claimed, so it's deductible mm. in this country as well. Uh, you probably want to trust the interest rate, uh, the tax rate caps out at 33%. You probably need an accountant. You probably need a good lawyer. And I'd I th- imagine you get this advice from Lotto. Yeah, I'd say that'll be part of it. But yeah, you would, going from, you know, $2,000 in a cue card to $20 million, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's a change where it's time to have a team. Yeah, overnight. This, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that needs effort and care put into because building a team like I consider myself to have a bit of a team around me now but it took five years yeah you know like and you need it reasonably quickly so um it's just about getting advice and talking to the right people and you can change your team members out but it's not something you can handle on your own Mm. it's something you do need a team for and you want the right people around you to help you and educate you into making the correct decisions. Yeah. I think as well, I'd give myself a reality check of $20 million New Zealand isn't actually that much money. No, it can vanish quickly. Yeah, so as an example, Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor. Mm. Uh, Floyd Mayweather made 300 million US from that one fight. Yeah, you know, almost so, a billionaire in one go in yeah, New Zealand terms. If you want to start swinging around your checkbook and <laughs> thinking that you're this everyday hero, there's a lot of people in New Zealand that would have a lot more wealth than you laughing at you being like, fuck, I've mm. seen this before. 
So you want to give yourself a reality check really, really quickly. I think my overarching theme, mate, for me is that I would be looking for ways to generate a return off of this. I'd be looking to do work that I really love doing. Mm. You know, that's what it seems like everybody is chasing in life is something to do that, that's fulfilling <laughs> and to get themselves to a point of financial independence where they they work because they want to and they find that enjoyable. You've now got every opportunity. Mm. And you could probably lose ten million of it and still have the opportunity to build a return off of that ten million every year to then figure out Man, what imagine, could I be doing? Imagine the amount of reels you could boost. <laughs> oh, <shit>. And <laughs> I, I was thinking, yeah, I would, I would dump a stack into, <laughs> into, into I'd marketing. probably call Zuckerberg and be like, hey, or get on touch with a Facebook like man, ads manager in New Zealand, and be like, I'm about to drop some serious coin, yeah, into blowing this brand up, yeah, <laughs> depending on whatever that is, just for shits and gigs. But again, that's an example of your brain giving you a way to to rinse through heaps of the cash, right? There'd still want to be a strategy of is that going to come back? Yeah, for sure. Mm. You're going to need to think about ROI. Um, yeah, if it if, for me, it would just be like sitting down and probably rejigging my my 10-year business plan because I probably just sped it up by like seven years mm. if I want to, but you have to be careful not to waste it. You know what? Because it what takes I, a long time to earn $20 million, so you don't want to be putting it into something that's not going to spit that back out plus some. Yeah, like New Zealand property at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what's missing? <clears throat> I've just realised Lotto should have their own podcast where they go and interview all the winners. No, that'd be depressing. Well, yeah, we yeah. call it like warts and all, or yeah. from like the from the ball draw to the yeah. bankrupt draw or something. I don't know. Um, I know a lot of winner. Do you? Yeah, Bitcoin. Um, big at the time, probably one point eight mil or something. Nice. Um, nothing changed. Paid off the mortgage. Simple life. Paye gets their own income. Put some into KiwiSaver. Rock and roll. Keep doing. Keep doing day to day. This just raises a good point that I had, which I think we'll talk about more in the second pod, but everybody's answer is, I'd pay off my mortgage. It is. So you clearly don't like your fucking mortgage. <laughs> so why did you get it to start with? Yeah. Nah, but like, if that is your goal, like if that is if that is the main thing your brain gives you, mm. then every day you should be trying to find ways to, to increase the pace at which you pay off your mortgage. Mm. Like you've already got the answer. Mm. of what you want that's going to bring you what you think is going to bring you happiness mm. as a freehold home and not paying the bank a mortgage so because the way I look at this is okay 20 milli geez I'd never have to buy a property I could rent as many as I want and, and try some real crazy places to live yeah well I just think about Lambos and gangster boats and I'm like okay cool I've got to build, build a business that gives me that yeah so, but I think you know given the fact that people think okay I'd pay off my mortgage there's a good reminder for a lot of people or them Stop thinking about lotto tickets to do it. Mm. Start thinking about what you could do. And I would forever be playing with a mortgage calculator of okay, if I pay just an extra ten dollars a day off my mortgage. You know, apparently I read on TikTok, saw on TikTok, sorry, that if you pay a dollar a day, oh, for the fuck's sake, <laughs> I went so viral. Yeah, that I won't go there. I won't go there. Um, you know, I would be trying to find ways to be like, cool, this is like me winning the lotto because the chances mm. of me winning the lotto are very slim, but the chances of me getting mortgage free, I can bring back into my control. Now, mate, you're a very wise man, and I'm a little bit concerned because chat GPT is really blowing up at the moment, mm -hmm. and I thought, well, you know what I would do to prepare for this pod? I would ask, ask chat GPT <laughs> yeah. what to do. The biggest if you knowledge won. base in the world. <laughs> yeah. And so it says, winning $20 million in the lottery can be a life-changing event. It is important to take time to plan and make wise decisions about how to manage the money. Here are some steps to consider. Number one, take a deep breath. 
So I guess firstly, I just want to know, are you ChatGPT? <laughs> are you oh, a robot? Shit, I've been cracked. Are you an alien? It's been or found. Or Mikey AI, I'm going to start calling That's you That's why I've not been sleeping, mate, because I'm just answering all the questions on the other side of ChatGPT all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, Winning a large sum of money can be overwhelming. Take some time to process the news and consider your options before making any major decisions. Now, like just GPT and myself, we both said this. The reason that I'm saying it is because it is way harder to do than you think. Mm. Like, <clears throat> even the first time I received a big paycheck for the work I did, I was like, whoa. Yep. And that was 20 grand. That's not 20 million. I was like, shit, this is, in my head, it was life-changing. And I was like, fuck, I, can, I could, like, go and party every night this week and not run out. Mm. Or, you know, go and do burnouts until my tires popped and just get new ones fitted and it wouldn't affect me. Like, these things keep going through your head. And then you have to, like, bring yourself back down to earth, take time and be like, right, ground yourself, be smart, take a breath, let's make some good decisions. I'd probably find out, if I could, what it costs to spend a day or a half day with Tony Robbins. And if mm. it was, say, 500 Gs... Just do it. Yeah, I'd be like, wow. Any of those guys, Gary, Grant Cardone, any of that stuff. Well, I think T. Robbins would have probably dealt with the most mm. minted people in his life, and he's done all that research about... Yeah, he would be the, the most expensive. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you could drop half a million on that, but talk to someone like that. Consult with professionals is point number two. It is wise to consult with financial advisors, accountants, and lawyers who can help you navigate the complex tax and legal implications of winning the lottery. That's what we're talking about, a team. Decide how to receive the money. Most lotteries, lotteries offer a choice between a lump sum payment or receiving the winnings on an annuity over several years. I don't know if that's the case in New Zealand. Consider the pros and cons of each and consult with professionals before making a decision. Number four, pay off debt. If you have any outstanding debt, such as mortgages, student loans, or credit card debt, buy now, pay later, or personal loans, consider paying it off first to reduce your financial stress. <laughs> I put the buy now, pay later yeah. in there. <laughs> Number five, invest wisely. Work with a financial advisor to develop a long-term investment strategy that can provide income and growth potential. Number six, consider charitable giving. Many lottery winners choose to give a portion of their winnings to charitable organizations that are important to them. Mm. Number seven, be cautious of spending. While it may be tempting to make big purchases, i.e. going to the Lamborghini factory, it's important to be cautious and avoid making impulsive decisions. Consider creating a budget and sticking to it. Overall, winning the lottery can be a life-changing event, but it's important to take time to make wise decisions and seek professional advice to manage the money responsibly. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's seven steps there that aren't overly complicated, but I bet every single one of them is a lifetime of work. Yeah, man. Because yeah. you get that you get the wrong financial advisor around you. Yeah, bang. You know. Yeah. Then you're gonna blame it on them. Oh, they yeah. See. I guess it's one of the problems with well, yeah. Everyone's incentivized, right? So you definitely have to be. You just have to be patient and really do your DD on each person that you're dealing with. Mm. Like someone could come to me and be like, "Right, man, I need help setting up because I just won twenty mil." And I would probably be like, look, it's not my specialty, but here's the people that I trust that I've thought about. Yeah. And then you can try these I'd people, but you need to choose yourself. Yeah. Because um, I don't want to manage 20 mil for someone. Mm. I think you... I uh, put it all in Bitcoin and roll the dice. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go to Sky City. Yeah. <laughs> no, and buy their shares, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Number six, consider charitable giving. I'm a massive fan of giving and mm. giving time, giving value, giving... Uh, cash, resources, tips in different situations. Now, 
I think you just have to be a bit careful about this because often with the things that you care about, once they <coughs> realise that you care about them, um, there's a chance that like the the door gets knocked on again, mm. right? So you just and there's a depending on how big the organisation is, or do they you know do they ask where that money's come from? Probably in this day and age with AML. So just be a little bit careful. Yeah, yeah it's an interesting one. Um, I'd probably, for me personally, man, I'd go back through like the things that I've have added like the most value to my life, for instance, to the different organisations and stuff, and be like, I just wanted to mm. to pay back some of the things that you've given me. So even like schools um, and like football teams and different things like that. And you know, sometimes I will see organisations sponsor sporting teams or different things right and I think wow you know my mate sent me a uh, photo today and his boy was having his first hit up in rugby league Mm. and he's got his full uniform on and there's a sponsor across the front and I didn't take notice who the sponsor is but I thought who the fuck's out there sponsoring five-year-olds rugby league they're just giving back they're not getting any work out of it yeah yeah and because I used to look at everything from a marketing lens I'd be like there's a probably a better way to allocate that dollar. Yeah, uh, but yeah, now yeah, I yeah. realise, okay, that's probably someone that's gone. You know, I've had a great association with that, or that's given me a lot. I mm. want to be able to give back in some way. So it yeah. doesn't just need to be like, oh, I'm going to give it to, you know, I'll, I'll give um, two million dollars, ten percent. I'm going to give it to to World Vision. I guarantee you, in a year's time, World Vision still haven't solved the problem. Nah. Yes, nah, you'll nah. help. We've, but we've already talked about that in the past. Elon mm. ripped them apart for that. Um, yeah, I think. I think giving is really important. I think you'll find a lot of like sponsorship of sports teams and even I even think this when I see Formula One cars with like and like Google sponsors them. Like Google don't need marketing, but I think it's more about like the company values versus the team values and they match up and they're like, Yeah, we're we're in line with the way you guys think. I honestly mm. think that's where it is. Yeah. And we just want our brand to be aligned with other brands that think in a certain way and have certain company values or whatever. And I honestly reckon that's what happens when these guys have so much money, they just can't shit it. <laughs> they just want to get around similar yeah. types of people. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's the same on like a small business or, you know, small to medium business and like a kid's soccer team or something. Like, mm. no parents going out to soccer on Saturday and being like, oh, look, Guardian Smith sponsors the, you know, under sevens buddy soccer team. I'll use them for my mortgage next time. Yeah. You know, they're not doing that. They're just... Yours would be sponsoring the go-karting competition or something. <laughs> yeah. The, the oil poured on the track at Hampton Downs or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, like, it's more of a... It's probably more of a, like, oh, Guardian Smith's going to sponsor the under-sevens <laughs> because I learned my first rules of competition and failure and winning back yeah. then, and I want to support that because that's been very very helpful to me in my business life. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's just a thanks... I think you have to accept that you'll never be able to help anyone, uh, everyone. And if you try to do that, you will your twenty million will be gone mm. very quickly. You know, I put a story up about um, would you like to donate a Chromebook to a school? And I had people message me, "Can you please send me one?" I'm like, "Did you listen to it?" But they can't even hear; they're just thinking about themselves. Mm. Uh, and then they had a reason of like why they deserve a Chromebook, and I'm like, "This is for kids." And this is for people to, to donate one yeah. to a child. And then they just don't reply. Or, yeah, yeah. or could you send me one anyway? So like <laughs> the, the level of help needed <laughs> in this country and in the world is never, ever ending. No. And that two, 20 million could become 20 billion. Yeah. And you could get through that whole lot and you still wouldn't have solved all the problems that you 
care most about. Yeah, the best thing you can do is just tell people, go and learn about capitalism and then become one. <laughs> what I've noticed, mate, is I get closer to some sporting organisations and like diving into racing and then trying to figure out the finances of how things are working. A lot of them, there's the same model of, and, and clubs that do in football that do better than others and stuff, they've got assets and they're generating a return and they're mm. using that and they're trying not to dive into their capital or their reserves. Mm. There's something to be said about that structure. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they've had to sell land off to do it or they've exited some sort of split and so then they've got this cash and so they sit on that and they generate a return. So there's no reason, like this has been done for tens of decades and it's the same for Warren Buffett's crew, protect the capital, generate a return from it, increase its value over time, yeah. compound it. You know, you've Store got all those opportunities. Store of value becomes a big thing when it gets to a larger size, right? Mm. And if you're trying to make like intergenerational wealth, then you need to put like intergenerational thought into the process of protecting and, and growing it. Yeah, like It's not just something you can just leave in your FPOS account and just be like, oh yeah, I'll be sweet, I'll worry about that next week or next month or next year. Live it up for six months now. Like you yeah. actually have to put the effort in. I reckon you probably chunk off a piece where you are happy to rinse <clears> that and have you know have it have it blitz through buying stuff. And I reckon I'd just be too excited about putting it into something to try and grow, to even worry about like the good time. You want to see it as a tree that's uh, reaping more fruit in the future. Yeah, I'd just be like, oh man, this is a huge opportunity. This is like getting. This would be this to me. It would be like an investor coming up to me, being like, "I believe in Guardian Smith. Here's twenty million dollars. Let's make it the biggest mortgage company in New Zealand, and make sure that no one overtakes it while you're alive." And I'd be like, "Okay, cool. That's how I'd view it." Yeah. If anyone's got twenty million dollars and would like to lend <laughs> it to Mikey, let's see him take this. But it's a massive on. opportunity, you know. You I might guess. be able to. You might be able to help a hundred people into law mowing businesses that turn over a hundred grand a year, mate. Yeah, could do that. You lend them the capital to buy the mower. Yeah. And then give them the blueprint of how to do it. And then finance them into it. Yeah. Because I'd have the capital to finance them, then take interest off them. and Charge a grantee franchise fee up yeah. front too. Yeah, really ruin people's lives. <laughs> Mikey's mowing grass.com. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is you could do a lot with it, right? And I think this is why people get so excited about it because they get to think about how their life could be completely different. I think that's it, eh? Because yeah. it opens doors that you don't think are possible. Mm. Even though, in fact, they actually are. But That's it. Most of us believe they're not, with yeah. our false beliefs. Um, and when that happens, you're like, those barriers just instantly get broken down. Yeah. And then so much so, you can overdo it. Well, mate, okay, I'm going to give you a challenge. So you do, you have your one, your 20 million, and I say, look, you have to go and drill 500,000 New Zealand on toys mm. in the next seven days. And I want to come and watch. What are you What are you buying? What are you getting? 500. Yeah. It's not even enough. Oh, sorry, mate. Do you want to make it? Yeah, no, nah, that's fine. Yeah. I'd just go and buy an Aventador. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we just drive that twenty four seven for a while. Well, it'd actually, just, it'd just be my work car. I thought of you yesterday, mate, because I came down <coughs> Parnell Rise, and at the top of Parnell Rise, there was this bright uh, orange. Yeah, that's the color. Lambo. Yeah, mean. It was. It wasn't like it was a a matte type orange as well. Oh, or something. I don't like those ones. I like shiny. Oh, okay. Yeah, and. Taz was like, wow, what's that? Uh, sort of that's car. Mikey. And I, that's what I said. I said, that's what Mikey's getting. Yeah. She's like, holy shit, there wouldn't be many people with a car like that, eh? Like, it would definitely stand out. I'm like, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. That's going to be outstanding. I went home the other day, mate, in my silent Tesla that doesn't make any mm. noise nor emit any uh, emissions. Mm. Um, and I was following a McLaren. Mm. Loud, dirty thing. Yeah. Oh, disgusting. Carbon footprint. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. Uh, its number plate was offset. 
<laughs> but the amount of people that turned and looked at it. Yeah, and they didn't take a second blink at your Tesla. No. no. They're like, fuck, the guy scratched his rims. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it is Tesla. crazy, man. And that's what I said about the Lambo when I drove it over in Australia. I was so so surprised at the positive reaction, eh? Mm. Um, I think they still carry, car, like special cars still carry this aura about them. And it's like, wow. Yeah. Like, everyone knows that, like, it's not normal to own that car. You must have done something to get it that's outside of the normal societal nine to five. Mm. And you and it leaves the mind wondering about what it could be. Yeah. And then, you know. And I think that's a good point, right? Because you you're looking at them going, I know that they like you want to know what have they done? Mm. Because you want your brain to be opened up to huh, okay. Yeah, it's know. either a lotto or a really successful business. Yeah, and which one's going to be more impressive? Like, if you rolled up to someone's place, they had a Lambo in the driveway, a $10 million house, they mm. had someone greet you at the draw, a door of a thing of champagne, you sat down, and then you rolled out in your Gucci suit, and you say to them, wow, like, hey, um, yeah, cheers for having me around. How, how did you get all this? You're like, oh, no, nah, fuck, one twenty million lotto a couple <laughs> weeks ago, versus someone that's like, well, look, um, yeah, look, in 1980, I was born, yeah. and then and, uh, this is what happened, and then I found the solution to this problem, and then, yeah, fast forward 30 years, we nearly lost everything, and then we mm. ended up bloody um, just changing slightly what we were doing, and then it just exploded, and then the last three years, this happened, and then we you know, made 20 mil, and we decided to buy this stuff <laughs> yeah. to finally reward ourselves. You're going to be like, wow, that's yeah. amazing. That's more possible. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I think um, if you're going to win lotto, you'd have to try and turn it into productivity, but that's just me. Spoken like a good person trying to increase productivity of New Zealand. That's it, mate. Well done. Well, in the next episode, we're going to look at what you would do out there if you were to win $20 million. (laughs) The first thing you'd do, too, is leave a five-star review for this podcast. Oh, yeah, shit. We haven't been asking today. Damn it. I also noticed, mate, I had my um, I had a little bit of a gut check because I realised that the Girls That Invest podcast, mm. even though that's international, I think they live in New Zealand, maybe they live in America, 1.1 thousand views. I mean, uh, 1,100. Yeah, that's it, 1.1 thousand. Reviews. <laughs> yeah. Five-star reviews. Yeah, and Dom Harvey, Palmy Boy. Running with Dom or something, I think it's called. Yeah. 648, just behind oh, Keep the Change. Oh, we get him. Yeah. Oh, he's just behind. Just so behind. number two in New Zealand. And then I found one more. Uh, I think there was another one that I wa- that I think has got a shit ton of likes as well. But mm. then I think there was Australian. But anyway, we're up there. We're up in that top echelon. Yeah, so we need your help. Yeah. Get on there, vote. And then when you get into the office, because you'll be listening to this in the car going on your way to work... Get your mate's phone, jump on their phone and do it for them as well. Yeah. So double down because we need two from each of you. Champion. <laughs> then I'd probably spend a million dollars increasing the views. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot, hot. I'm hot cause I'm fly, you ain't cause you not, no.